Why has the price of electricity gone up? And why are we being told that it's going to go up even more? Well, the answer that's given is that, oh, well, it's all the fault of gas and the price of gas here and uh, internationally is uh, rocketing and it's going to go up even more as we go into the winter. Now, that's true. It is the case that the price of gas has gone up, but it's also the case that most of the electricity we now consume is not generated from gas. So why are you and I paying extra bills because one of the sources of electricity generation has gone up in cost a lot, whereas the cost of wind, solar, nuclear has not gone up. It's stayed the same. And indeed, for new wind farms coming onto the system in particular, we're all frequently told the costs are falling very sharply. Surely, if the costs of most of the electricity we're consuming are going down, shouldn't the price go down? Shouldn't you and I be paying less? Isn't this part of what decarbonisation is supposed to deliver? At least cheaper electricity from the new and emerging technologies and cheaper electricity from the building of wind farms as we get better and better at doing it. So what's going on here? Well, the answer is that in a traditional energy market, we pay the price of the last unit that we need to just make supply equal demand. That's how wholesale markets work. And the idea is that it doesn't much matter what's going on to the cost of wind or nuclear. It's just the fossil fuel price that matters. And that made sense for most of the 20th century when it was all about coal and then gas with a bit of nuclear on top. But that's pretty much a nonsense going forward. And when that price goes up, everybody who generates electricity gets that price. So the best thing can happen if you've got wind cost or other technology costs is that your costs don't change. They haven't. But the price of gas goes up, so you make a lot more money. So the outcome of all this is higher prices for us, costs as a whole, outside gas not going up, and substantial extra profits for everyone else other than those gas generators that we've got on the system. So should we really be paying these prices? Well, my view is no. And the current cost increase in gas, those should be passed through, but it doesn't mean that bills should be going up in the way they are. And indeed, if net zero is to mean anything in the power sector, and if the claims that renewable costs are coming down are also to mean anything, then we, the consumers, should see the benefit of that. Falling prices, not increasing prices. So what do we do? Well, we still have to make sure the system adds up. We still have to make sure it works. We still have to make sure the lights stay on, particularly in winter. And we still have to make sure, I think for probably a couple of decades, that we have some marginal gas available on the system. But in an increasingly decarbonised world, the way to think about this 
is to think of those gas power stations as essentially uh, an insurance, a standby. And uh, we'll need them in extremis in a couple of decades time when those peaks hit. If it's true that we haven't developed enough battery storage, active demand, AI, smart technology solutions to these problems. So what we should do is treat this gas as a strategic reserve to be used only at those peaks. And we should pay a capacity charge for having that available in the same way as anyone would pay a cost for being guaranteed the availability of a service should you need it. It's insurance. Okay, and we pay that to make sure that the fixed costs of those gas stations are paid. And when those gas stations are used, those gas stations recover their cost of gas. So it's standby, it's reserve, it's available, and it earns a reasonable return. But the rest of us don't have to pay everybody else in this world, just because the price of gas has gone up, we simply have to pay for that extra gas on the peak of the system. So we face falling costs of renewables, falling costs of the low carbon technologies, that is reflected in our bills, but we pay this top up for the strategic reserve and for the gas when it's used. So this would be a very different world Ofgem would be announcing something quite different now in respect to the price caps, and they would be announcing something very different next April than the possibly very high price increases on top of the two big price increases this year that customers will be confronted with paying from next April onwards. And lest you think, well, you know, this is a nice idea, but, you know, it would uh, take time to, and anyway, everybody else understands the, the way in which this wholesale pricing works. Just reflect for a moment. Take a rain check. Use some common sense and think through what is actually going to happen when these price increases are announced, and particularly next April. You know, it's not just that the customers are going to be less willing to pay. And they're going to say, you know, what is all this transition, all this, it won't cost you anything stuff about um, decarbonisation. When I see in my home bill just price increase after price increase, and they're going to say, you know, you keep telling me the cost of renewables are coming down, but, you know, they're not. The obvious issue is my bill is going up. That's how they're going to see it. So they're going to be less and less willing to engage as the reality of real short-term price increases coincides with this rhetoric about how we're all going to be better off. But it's much more worrying than that. You know, quite a lot of people just aren't going to be able to pay these bills. It's not what they're willing to pay. It's simply they won't have the money to do it. You have to stand back and think about people on average income. Their households are going to confront a lot of extra bills going through into next year. You know, inflation may be 5% at the end of the year. Food costs, transport costs, you know, water costs, all these things are going to come through on their bills. And the interest rate might be rising and the cost of the housing might be going up as well. 
You know, if they can't pay, they won't pay. And if they can't pay and they won't pay, then the pack of cards, which is the construction of the way in which we go about wholesale pricing at the moment, will be very vulnerable to being tipped over. So my advice is let's use this apparent scare about gas prices into the winter as the reason to finally do what needs to be done, which is to move away from the 20th century wholesale markets to much more capacity markets, strategic reserve markets, and make sure, yes, we all pay to the companies that produce this stuff, their costs of doing that, but we don't pay a windfall on top. And uh, we can do this, we can do it now, we can do it before we get to next April, or we can wait for the calamity to come, which is what happens when customers face the bills next April and find they can't pay. So let's do it. And it's exactly what I suggested way back in the Cost of Energy Review. Let's do it before we have a prices crisis rather than afterwards. Thank you.